0: Previously on the Jameson Tapes. All right, Alan, what do you have to show me? In make? which
1: I informed Abysme that a a uh, Twisted Metal series was coming to to Peacock. I have mean,
0: never been more angry and more excited. In my life. Who, wh- what Twisted Metal fan was like, I have to run this up the ranks of Peacock. Be like, make this <laughs> I was right.
1: The last Twisted Metal game came out 11 years ago. Jesus Jesus Christ. Christ, Christ. Christ.
0: In the 2020s, a pandemic crippled the world. Some panicked. Some denied it. These two guys stayed home, drank, and watched movies. These are The Jameson Tapes. Have uh, You've been withholding information from me as to what you've been drinking
1: this entire time. Care to disclose? It's, it's true. So, there, thereby hangs a tale. Um... So, last night, uh, I was at the liquor store. I had something in mind for tonight, and it's not what I ended up with. What I ended up with is worse. Oh, no. So, we're watching Twisted Metal, and I was thinking, like, 90s, extreme, nostalgia. (laughs) I went off in search of the hard Mountain Dew. Ah, okay. And that shit's been selling out everywhere, apparently. Really? People can't get enough of the hard Mountain Dew. So I told this to the person at the liquor store. And they, like, like in a movie, like leaned in so I would lean in so they could tell me a secret. <laughs> and they said, we don't have the Mountain Dew. And before I tell you what we do have, I am going to tell you, because you will be worried, that what we do have is not caffeinated. And I was like, okay. There is a hard monster, Ooh. as in Monster Energy drink. Ooh. Um, there is a twelve-pack variety pack that has four flavors, and I have had all of the flavors tonight. They are six percent alcohol by volume. Uh, I started off with the one I thought would be the worst, and I was correct, which is white haze. So you know, you know the flavor white. <laughs> uh, white claw, white rascal. It's just it's just it, it, it's, t- it's supposed to taste of white. Um, right. the, the second flavor I enjoyed tonight is supposed to be an alcohol for Alec version of the classic monster. By the way, the the, uh, the drink itself is called the beast. Mm-hmm. The beast Unleashed. So the one that's supposed to taste like classic monster is just called mean green. <laughs> okay you know green again the flavor green uh and that's the second one i had and it was like if you can quantify such a thing better the third and fourth flavors were the ones i expected to be like drinkable and i was correct they are they are uh scary berries <laughs> and peach perfect
0: oh no so are you aware of what a kraken is uh I know Kraken rum, I know Kraken the mythological creature. Well there's
1: also Kraken the shotgun tool. Huh. Um it is it is a small device that has a pointy end that goes into the can and a uh which leads to a bit you put your mouth on and you basically mm. stab this thing into a can, tilt it back up, open the can and drink stuff in absurdly fast.
0: Oh, kind of like that—that uh, that thing you use on a live stream.
1: Um, it's 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 not the shot fun. Uh, it, this thing mm-hmm. is like teeny. It's like, uh, like okay. it fits on a keychain. Um, oh, okay. So, um, I'm going to kraken a the beast unleashed mean green, <laughs> and and I'm, I've got the can tilted and. Okay, I have penetrated the can, and here we go. Oh, God. <laughs> oh. That all went into me so fast. <laughs> well, I'm feeling the nostalgia. Um. <laughs> uh. Which is good, because we have something nostalgic to talk about. But first, I would like to welcome everyone. We do. Welcome to the Jameson Tapes. I am one of your co-hosts, Alan.
0: And I am your other co-host, Abysme.
1: We did not watch a movie. That's the breaking tradition. I always typically start off with the we watched a movie thing. But we watched three episodes of a streaming TV show. And before we get into that... At the time of this recording, there's a strike going on, and the people striking <laughs> the people striking, deserve everything they're asking for. Yeah. They they deserve money uh, for streaming. Like, I read something yesterday, um, if we can get into this hotbed of controversy on our Dum Dum podcast for a moment. Yeah. The show Suits was streamed for three billion minutes on Netflix, and the writers were collectively, collectively paid three thousand dollars <laughs> that is that is nuts but uh, yeah. what we watched uh is something we've been talking about for a long time as something of a curiosity that it exists and i still feel that curiosity
0: i i, I will forever wonder how who convinced well i have a theory but yeah the fact that this got made is just bizarre to me we
1: watched the first 3 episodes of Twisted Metal on Peacock and uh pretty good. <laughs> pretty, you know,
0: solid, a little clunky out the gate, but very quickly got its bearings and it it, it definitely helps to be familiar with the video game franchise, but
1: well, I don't know. It, 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 c- could you appreciate this if you hadn't? It may seem like I was super knowledgeable about it. Uh, my confession is that um, on PlayStation Plus Premium right now, the first two games are available for free download. So I, 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 I played a little bit of both of them uh, in preparation for this to refamiliarize myself. And whoever made this show seems to know their shit. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not... Doing the thing it does in the game, and I have a theory about that. But we'll round back. We'll round back around to that. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So, brief summary: Our main character is John Doe. They, they take a lot of liberties with the character. John Doe was a character in Twisted Metal Black, who was an amnesiac. Yes. Um. Yes. Uh. They they've super reinterpreted both his character and the character of Raven who was just the goth girl in Twisted Metal Black.
0: <laughs> That's true.
1: <laughs> so John Doe is what's called a milkman. He's a delivery driver. We're in a post-apocalyptic setting. I don't know if it's accurate to say post. It's like mid-apocalyptic setting. It
0: Yeah, it, it, it's a very interesting take because within the walled cities, things are yeah. ostensibly fine, uh, despite there having been a massive computer bug that wiped out every system but it almost feels like that's kind of hand waved away a little bit with
1: how they portray uh yeah. new basically y2k happened but it didn't happen till 2002 we we get a brief we, we get a brief pretty awesome glimpse of uh it happening i hope i hope we revisit that with a few more characters there's some good marbling on um, that seal <laughs>
0: I hate to say it, but this is just San Francisco now. Yeah. <laughs> Things aren't good.
1: <laughs> but we get, uh, yeah. from uh, the character Agent Stone's perspective, a glimpse of what it was like when society just crumbled.
0: And it was 90s as hell. Alan, Alan, <laughs> my heart can't take the nostalgia. We got Claire's <laughs> and Radio Shack. Those <laughs> hurts. Oh, my God. Stone backstory? Stones of Mall Class. (laughs) Fuck yes. That's great.
1: That is great. But I think we both went into this. I was cautiously optimistic. I think you may be a little less than I was.
0: I, and this is, I mean, this is more just trailers and how trailers are cut these days. And I really, really hate trailers because they always put forward, for some reason, like the most unappealing presentation of what a show is uh granted not every show or movie can be cut around a trailer very well but i it was just like you know a joke a second not enough action and so my worry was oh no this is just going to be a lot of like quips and not a lot else going on but pleasantly surprised that's not the case
1: yeah um you you get the car combat you get uh not all of the humor lands, but when it does, it lands, like, really well.
0: Yeah, and I think, like, I think they have different writers per episode. So I feel like as the show went on, it, the the writing got a little bit tighter. And the jokes, because um, not all of them are just, like, said, some of them are just visual gags. They got better and better and just tighter writing as we went along.
1: It's also, like, a hard premise to set up. It is. So I think it requires a little bit of acclamation. A twisted metal show was always going to hinge on the strength of its characters, and in this first three episodes, we get a few very, very good characters. Yes, and set design.
0: Good, so, some design.
1: fantastic atmosphere and set design. Um. So, main character John Doe, he's an amnesiac delivery driver, um, gets offered a chance by the COO of, <laughs> of New San Francisco. Um, uh, basically, it, it establishes earlier when he makes an earlier delivery that delivery drivers are not allowed into the cities. Yeah. Because they're considered like outcasts and criminals. Um, but basically, John Doe is offered an opportunity by the COO Raven uh played by nev campbell new san francisco is an idyllic city if he makes a super dangerous delivery for her he will gain citizenship in new san francisco and a new life and a new perfect life but as he speeds off it's implied that life there is not as perfect as she implied yeah and
0: it's uh basically they put on a show to convince him life inside the city is uh perfect and like it's like nothing happened like the apocalypse didn't happen essentially
1: that's the setup. Uh, along the way, he meets Quiet, uh, played by uh, Stephanie Beatrice, who I love. Quiet uh, just had her uh, uh, brother killed. Uh, her brother was forced to kill kill himself by Agent Stone, who is Thomas Hayden Church, just fucking crushing it. Um, can, we, can we talk about Thomas Hayden Church real quick? Yeah.
0: because. He has been showing up in media that I've consumed in very different parts of my life. The first one is Lyle Vandergroot of George of the Jungle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's him. The second is he was the, um, the main uh, Thrak opponent to Tars Tarkas. He was Tal Hajus in John Carter. He was the voice. He sure was. And now he's here. He's Agent Stone. And I think that's just fucking fantastic. Sorry, real quick.
1: <laughs> I love you so much <laughs> <laughs> that those are the roles you mentioned.
0: And not <laughs> <laughs> he's done a lot of other stuff, but those are the ones Those are I the ones of
1: Bizme references. They're the perfect ones <laughs> for a Bizme to reference.
0: Yeah. But
1: he was also in Sideways. Um.
0: Oh, you right he was uh, he somewhere.
1: was uh sandman in spider-man three mm-hmm.
0: um <laughs> <laughs> he was an idiocracy he was
1: um yeah but uh he absolutely crushing it um crazy that this show has some pretty a cab overtones yeah
0: um it's it, it, I think it runs up uh, against um, Judge Dredd quite a bit. It's kind of like if Judge Dredd met Fury Road, but um, has a much more kind of lighter uh, tone to it. Just through Not that it doesn't have dark parts, and we'll get to that, but it is much more of a comedic take, which is in line with most of the source material. One and two of Twisted Metal are very edgy, tongue-in-cheek humor. Uh black is its own thing, but uh, yeah. the,
1: the juxtaposition of like terrible things happening and like the light tone is one of my favorite things, which is why I was fucking losing it at uh the flashback to the start of the apocalypse while steal My Sunshine is playing. <laughs> <laughs> in a mall with Claire's and Radio Shack in the background. Yep. It's pretty oh, great. Boy. Um so Thomas Hayden Church is Agent Stone. Uh they uh, they kill Quiet's brother and they brand her with uh, the basically the logo of their badges. Mm-hmm. Um, and leave her with a bullet in case she wants to take the same way out that they made her brother take. So Quiet's purely on the path of vengeance. Yeah, basically tries to steal John Doe's car, and now they're kind of uh, attached in that sense. Uh, They kind of hate each other. They're probably going to fuck because it's, you know. (laughs) Probably, yeah. They're leaning into that a lot. But yeah, uh, I'm excited to keep watching this show.
0: (laughs) Yeah, me too. Um, I think, how many episodes is the first season? Oh, it's only 10. Yeah. So we're like nearly.
1: Almost a a third of the way.
0: Yeah, no, that's great. Uh, And they're only half hour episodes. So really easy to just bang this out.
1: Um, I looked. I looked at the Wikipedia to get some information before I. I uh, um, uh, we did this, and I spoiled a character for myself, and I'm so goddamn excited.
0: <laughs> yeah, I've seen a few as well. Um, I I was the way the Wikipedia article is laid out is very very skim, so they just give you a lot of info real quick because there's not a
1: lot. To read. So I've seen a few, and I'm not gonna tell them. Uh here. We can cut we can cut this out if we need to. I'm fucking excited for Jason Manzukis as preacher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as someone who loves uh the How Did This Get Made podcast, Jason Manzukis in everything he is is just playing like the shittiest possible human being. <laughs> yeah. It's Brooklyn Nine Nine, I'm trying to remember the name of his character. I don't remember anyway just yeah just the 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 grossest person is who jason manzoukas plays in everything and i'm excited to see him play uh preacher
0: i there's gonna be granny dread at some point oh wow so i'm just (laughs) yep gonna be fucking fantastic
1: oh yes he was agent pimento on brooklyn nine nine Oh right, yeah. Some killer music choices and not just the license Gary. not just the licensed music. Um, some of the uh the actual score uh, is really good. There's a scene where uh th- the one everyone hated from the trailer, um, <laughs> <laughs> where uh John Doe is fighting um uh Sweet Tooth. Ah, we haven't even really gotten into Sweet Tooth. No, we haven't. John Doe is fighting Sweet Tooth in the uh in the casino, and it's like a ritzy casino version of like clown music, yeah and it, it it actually works, and people like shit all over that scene for the trailer. It works with context. It it
0: does, um, and I think the problem is uh, right before that you have this really good buildup uh, and a chase before we get to that casino portion so you have a lot of just good twisted metal content and then we have like they 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 decided to use the 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 like the breathing room in the trailer which is kind of weird
1: yeah if people are waiting to see something from your twisted metal show Show them fucking cars, cars with guns.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it's and maybe they just didn't want to blow their load. I'm like, but that's what everyone's going to be expecting. And if there isn't a lot of it, then you've done your show wrong. And thankfully, there's a great amount. Um, yeah, but like, yeah, just like even before that scene, like there's a really good car chase. So I, it's choices were made. Whatever.
1: Um, that uh, for those who are fans of the series, there does not seem to be any tournament. Going no, on. no. Um, um. But if I, if I had a guess, if I had to guess, if I was a betting man, I would guess that the tournament is going to be the hook for season two.
0: Hmm. Maybe because we have a MacGuffin. Um oh did the MacGuffin get taken out of the trunk? Do they not have the MacGuffin anymore?
1: Uh uh they haven't even they, they have to pick it
0: up first. Oh wait, sorry, yeah, I was thinking of the previous yeah. delivery. Yeah, no, sorry. Uh yeah. Um we we have they have to get to an area to pick something up and bring it back. I don't think that's gonna happen. More importantly, they like everything's is gonna converge on a certain city, and I wouldn't be surprised if that's like where they have to do the competition. But I don't know. Because Sweet Tooth did say, I'll see you soon. So I'm guessing he's just, like, following them. Uh, wouldn't be yeah. surprised.
1: Well, it, I want more Sweet Tooth. But at the same time, uh, I'm glad, like, they're not shoving him down our throats, essentially.
0: if Yeah, if this first season is them having, you know, an episode of just the main characters and then an episode with uh, another uh, future contestant, and then kind of bouncing back and forth so we get like little tastes of them. That would be great. I, yeah. I would really prefer that. Agent Stone, of course, we see a lot, but he is, as of right now, the big bad, um, which is a wonderful choice. Oh, yeah. Um, really, really good.
1: And we uh, have characters that need to be introduced. A uh, big surprise to me um, was uh, Mike and Stu. Mm-hmm. ike and stew were the drivers of hammerhead in the second game um and their whole thing is that they were fucking dumbasses <laughs> um uh, what do they wish for in the second game let me i can pull that up. Oh. they uh, uh yes uh i think in the first game they just wish for chicks <laughs> And the second one, they wish for the ability to fly. (laughs) Uh, And if I remember correctly, they just jump off of a building and then fall to their deaths uh, before Calypso can give them their first class plane tickets. (laughs) 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 Um, But Yeah, um, they're great. Um, Sweet Tooth fucking rules. (laughs) He's great. Um, Yeah. Sweet Tooth in Body is played by professional wrestler Samoa Joe, um, who really, really, uh, despite it not being his voice, is, I think, carrying the load. Um, Yeah, I think Will Arnett is working around uh, Samoa Joe's uh, physical mannerisms. Yeah. Um, And Will Arnett is doing his voice. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And... Fans of the series in the first few episodes, we get wacky Harold, the fun time uh, paper bag, <laughs> um, which was which was Sweet Tooth's prize in the first game. We get references to fucking uh, not uh, not Blackgate, Black Gates, Black some black not Blackwater. Um, uh, Blackgate black Gate is Batman. <laughs>
0: uh, was it Blackwater?
1: Look, I'm on my sixth monster energy drink alcoholic beverage. <laughs> <laughs> and I am I am tired. I had a whole lot to do today. Blackfield. Blackfield, uh, thank black you, yes. Field Blackfield Asylum. Uh, so we get references to Twisted of Black. Yeah, um, we get maybe the clumsiest reference of the, <laughs> the series when uh, fucking John Doe inputs a cheat code into his car. <laughs>
0: And he just, and like says it, and I'm just like, I, okay.
1: <laughs> but fine. All
0: right. Um, there's, <laughs> there, there are moments of cringe. <laughs> um. It's, and, and I, again, they kind of like, they went away as the episodes yeah. progressed. I think the show was really coming into its own. And I don't know if that was just, you know, they wanted to write enough in the first episode to hook people. Um, but, the thing is like if I didn't know anything about Twisted Metal, I would just be confused and I'd be like what the fuck is that? Yeah. Mean? <laughs> like if I didn't know there was a video I'm game.
1: curious as to what kind of numbers this show did. Um but we'll never know because streaming services don't release their numbers. More we're talking about the strike again. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot who
0: I was watching, but they were th- th- this is like kind of somewhat related, but you were talking about um lack of residuals. Uh and there's a channel I watched by a guy named Ben Jordan who talks about music, and he was talking about Spotify and basically said, "I, you know, this is all the content I've released. This is um, how much I've made from it on other platforms. This is the amount of work I did. This is the amount that Spotify actually paid me because it's kind of a stand-in for any and all streaming services for music, and it's just a pittance, and it's only getting smaller and smaller that as the years Absolutely, by. the
1: next fight that has to happen. Um... Uh, yeah, I, I've heard that. I'm I'm friends with a few professional musicians, not people who like would stand to make like a ton of money from it anyway, but people who like uh, know mm-hmm. the industry. And it's like the WGA are fight. They're like, God bless the WGA and the Actors Guild, but they're fighting a battle that we like already lost. Yeah, it's it's rough. Um, uh, twisted metal. Um,
0: twisted metal. <laughs> very uh I, I, yeah no I, i'm well put together um really like i keep saying it just it does a good job of picking up the pace as it goes and it does it does its fair share of flashbacks but that's mostly for agent stone and i think that they made a very intelligent choice of propping him up as a very colorful big personality bad guy and knowing when to talk about him and keep you intrigued, because uh, they didn't. They could have chosen a lot of different uh, big bads here, but Agent Stone, I think, in the framing of how they're running this mid apocalypse, is uh, is just really uh, real Agent strong.
1: Stone. Gets gets kind of the first Twisted Metal Black moment, I'd call it. Yeah, because Twisted Metal Black is like kind of the darkest of the uh of. Kinda. It is absolutely the darkest in the franchise. It's very much the darkest. It shows you like the points where like these people's like brains broke, and his his moment yeah. is very dark. Um, where where you see the moment his brain breaks and he he justifies the terrible thing he did, like, well, you broke the law. <laughs> um, hmm.
0: You made me yeah. do this, essentially.
1: And uh, it's done really fucking well. Um, whoever they got to play young Thomas yeah. Hayden Church also did a very good job. Oh, um, yeah. I wonder who did. The sweet tooth bit with the clapper is, like, maybe the most one of the most well-constructed <laughs> bits I've seen in a very long time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and like every time it was used was great the first time you see it it's like a pleasant surprise and then by the last time you see it it's still fresh that is so hard to do with something as basic as the clapper and it has a punchline
1: that like it it just works (laughs) i won't spoil the entirety of the bit but the 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 setup to the bit is it seems that sweet tooth Sweet Tooth, who is living in a Las Vegas, abandoned Las Vegas hotel and casino, has set up all the lights to run on the clapper.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and uh, it, it has it has a punchline. It's
0: unfortunate we didn't get a lot of time in Vegas because I feel I mean the crux of the, sh- of the plot is that characters have to get from A to B and B is pretty damn far away. So they can't spend a lot of time per city. So they have or like per like, you know, stop stop they have. And I we got a lot of cool stuff in Vegas with Sweet Tooth, but he runs the place and it feels like it was just him in one building. Yeah. Which is tough. It's tough to work around. But I hope that they flesh out areas more when they visit them because Hoover Dam was pretty well mm-hmm. done. But it's also a lot easier to ride around. It's just the dam.
1: Um, which has a DMV <laughs> inside, which is pretty great. We've spoken a lot about the show's strengths, but if we want to talk about a weakness, Las Vegas is a great setting to, if they wanted to, put a bunch of cars in and have them shooting at each other.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I I was kind of expecting that to be where most of the show took yep. place. Uh, doesn't mean that it won't go back there. I just, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's stop one. And we're only in episode two when we get there. So I don't know. Um, but we'll, we'll see what they come up with because the show has routinely surprised us. Yeah, as we went no, I'm,
1: I'm hooked. Um, it, it yeah, uh, it's fun. Um, I am, I am, I am likely going to complete the series. Uh, that's it yeah. for
0: now. We haven't really seen anyone else.
1: Oh, uh, the, the map maker. <laughs> The cartographer. Oh, <cardographer>. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. I'm glad we got there. The fucking uh, the placemats.
0: Oh, that is that is amazing. <laughs> a bunch of placemat maps <laughs> from diners. Is, that is awesome. <laughs> that's oh, that's a great detail. That was. They didn't have to do that, but that they did is wonderful. So uh, John Doe goes to once he like accepts his mission, he goes to his friend, the cartographer who just is holding on to maps because that's valuable info in a post computer uh, apocalyptic world. But the maps are play mats from various diners with like crayon drawing for yep. the routes. And it's such it's not even like talked about. And that's one of my favorite things. It's just here's the map. Oh, cool. And then later, like, he's driving down the road and goes, why is everything so small in this? <laughs>
1: and it <depends>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's, it's, that's wonderful world building. Because, like, yeah, no one's going to have a fucking Thomas guide laying around. Or if they did, like, there's going to be hoarded like crazy. So what other maps could you possibly get that are just going to be easily acquired? It's yeah. going to be shit from Denny's. You know, like, that's just, that was so good. There's little touches in the show like that that are just wonderful. Not a lot. Uh, yeah, we're only three episodes in, but it's a uh, it's a strong showing, and um, I, I you know as long as it sticks to the landing, I will be very excited for season two if the strike ever ends.
1: All of the uh, all of the car combat seems to be for the most part done practically. Yeah, uh, a lot I, I read an interview of this. I read an interview about this ahead of time. Anything they could do practically, they did practically. And I think that's the fucking way to do it. All the car combat is very good. uh, As little of it was we've seen. Uh, We start with a uh, a bit in a mall with John Doe. Um, There's the uh, Agent Stone chasing Quiet and her brother. Um, And some fun stuff with Sweet Tooth as well. It's... All better than it has any business being, really. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, it's
0: not like to the level of the video games, but I think you would have to do mostly CG to achieve that. And that's fine with me. It doesn't need to be... They all just need to feel like they have an identity and all of the cars do so far. There's enough details on like interior shots and other just little things uh, like Sweet Tooth's uh, ice cream truck uh, it's just like an amalgamation of just like so many weird ass guns just hidden, hidden inside of it, which is great. And Agent Stone's car has like a very sleek interior and just a bunch of switches that you don't even know what they do. And that's like, that's enough for me. That's perfectly
1: good. I don't know about you, but, uh, I'm ready to curl up with a good copy of, uh, Juggs magazine. And,
0: uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of just dumb nineties edge lord Heber in here. And it's just. Yeah yeah it, it uh, as
1: far as needle drops go one of my one of my all-time favorite songs is shimmy shimmy ya by old dirty bastard and we get that in here um we also get for me i think it, it has to be uh rock superstar yeah, that's by cypress hill that one is great <laughs> um steal my sunshine by lynn uh which we talked about that's good. um Oh yeah,
0: to talk about the the you were saying like the compositions for the like actual bass soundtrack is good too. There's a very like kind of um, it comes back during when they, I wouldn't call it like the need for filler music, but when there's just generic action happening with the cars, there's a very driving, um, distorted, uh, slightly distorted like baseline that happens, and it's just very very tight, very well paced, and I like that.
1: Uh, it, it, During kind of a scene reflecting on our protagonist being lonely Oh, I forgot about the seal <laughs> <No>. <laughs> That was the first moment I think where kind of like the humor hooked me <laughs> Yeah, yeah um, and it, it wasn't it
0: was just him smiling at a seal and then next you see he's it's a baby yeah. seal too <laughs> it's, his parents are over like on another part of the beach
1: our protagonist in this show at the in the first episode cooks and eats a baby seal
0: <laughs> <laughs> and it's not like talked about it's just like it's just done and it's just a
1: really good visual gag. during that bit though where he's kind of like reflecting on like him not having amnesia and stuff and being lonely, we get uh, a "Champagne Supernova" by Oasis. Oh yeah. Um. Obviously, the thong song for anyone who saw the trailer. <laughs> and uh, uh, our protagonists are tortured with "Barbie Girl" by Aqua. <laughs> uh, in in a in a pretty great sequence where they are tortured by uh, having to fill out paperwork
0: or take eye exams <laughs>
1: and take eye exams yes <laughs> in the uh, in the in the DMV <laughs> oh no yeah clever um and,
0: and really like the the balancing act they do with the more dark emotional parts and the humor just gets better and better with every
1: episode. it, tri- it, it, it really does. found its footing. so that's that's a hard recommend from me um yeah. Uh, Um, we'll see how the rest of the series goes, but, um... I guess we gotta make a cocktail. We do. Um, I will say that, uh, G G Fuel... (laughs) Mm. Um, has released pre-orders for a Twisted Metal flavor, and it comes with a sweet tooth shaker, and... Now, having watched those three episodes, I think I've committed that I'm actually going to pre-order it. Um, gotcha. But um, not that I want this to influence our cocktail idea, but the flavors for for the ice cream um, are sour strawberry cotton candy. So this is this is going to be tough because
0: it's got to be nostalgic. But it also has to be oh. good, so it can't just be. Remember, Surge.
1: <laughs> I think. What if it's a Jello shot? <laughs> we did, did have, have jello, jello in the, in the show. show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay,
0: yeah, Jello shots. Party. So that's okay. So yeah, what are we putting in our Jello shot?
1: I'm looking to see if a thing exists. Um, we're about to create the sweetest fucking cocktail on the planet. Um All right. so yeah, cotton candy vodka is a thing. oh yeah, no, it is uh I've
0: I have tasted it and I don't like it but I would have that jello uh, shot. I think straight is just kind of gross.
1: yeah what flavor of jello <laughs> would pair with cotton candy not strawberry because mm. we already that's already the cheese.
0: Okay, apricot, berry blue, black cherry, cherry, lime, island pineapple, grape, maybe grape, cranberry, lemon, orange, raspberry, peach, strawberry, banana, watermelon, and strawberry. There's probably more, but that's the main lineup. Uh...
1: I think watermelon and cotton candy. Watermelon could work too. It would get the red color. Um, and if you got like a jello mold to like, <laughs> yeah, the classic jello mold, so you could do slices of your shots, <laughs> you could, which
0: would be easier because uh, jello shots, uh, if you don't have like the little Dixie cup to actually force them out, is like the hardest thing to shoot because it's fucking jello. And I've been at parties where like that's not a thought they've had, and then everyone goes, How the hell am I supposed to eat this?
1: Uh, I just googled it and found all sorts of uh all sorts of molds that are like, silicon molds that are shaped like clowns. <laughs> so, Ooh. if you could make an enormous an enormous jello shot, utilizing cotton candy vodka and watermelon jello in the shape of a clown and, like, chase it with a shot of fireball. <laughs> no, because we want this to be good. Well, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, okay, slogger. Sure. Yeah,
0: it's a step up.
1: Yeah, that's the uh, oh shit, it needs a name. Um, we
0: have the recurring gag of him saying Jello because he thinks that's a way people say hello because he doesn't know what Jello is. It's the Jello shot, <laughs> J apostrophe L O shot. <laughs> and, and actually, no, I take that back. Write it normally, but people always say, no, it's pronounced Jello.
1: Yeah. <sighs> great um the the needles cane jello shot (laughs) (laughs) there you go and that is um do we have any spider room moments
0: i almost don't really want to give one because i haven't finished the show and more could arise
1: the clapper is a strong moment um for, for the sheer what the fuckness of the dialogue. Um I I it was almost a trance you go into into a spider room moment. Like what was anyone here thinking when this made it to the screen? And um When Sweet Tooth was describing being born and how he remembers it. <laughs> 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 um <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> but, yeah. N- no, overall, really fucking good. Um... Uh... Yeah, hey, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Um, if you haven't yet... Uh, um. I know I'm jumping the gun because it's not a thing yet, and I did this before and it was a mistake, but I am optimistic about our chances. Hey, everyone! Donate to the Creative Horror, uh, Patreon. Um... Uh, yeah. Uh, if you want bonus content, uh, if you'd like to hear uh, myself and Abysme drunk uh, while watching Zach Baggins, um, that's possibly a thing you could go listen to right now. Speaking of which, I, I didn't know this.
0: Zach Baggins put out an hour and a half long episode of Ghost Adventures called Devil's Den. Okay. Uh, I need to yeah. watch for the Patreon. <laughs> 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 That'll be an exclusive. You're all gonna
1: have to pay for that one. Yep, that's that's gonna be behind the paywall. Mm-hmm. If this episode is out by now, there is an episode of of uh, Bring Your Own Baggins, which is probably the drunkest I'm ever comfortable being in front of a microphone. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <oof. laughs> but anyway, uh, hey, thanks for joining us. Uh, if you can. Uh, pirate twisted metal on peacock (laughs) absolutely don't (laughs) Uh, here's
0: hoping things perk up when we get a second season but uh yeah we'll see
1: (laughs) and oops the show got taken down oh Oh, damn it
0: The Jameson Tapes is hosted and created by Alan Chaney and Abysme. If you have a movie suggestion for the podcast, please leave a comment, message us on the Creative Horror Discord, or tweet at Creative Horror with the hashtag JamesonTapes. Creative Horror is a network of creators working together to build a constructive community of horror fans. Please visit us at creativehorror.com.